<laughs> this is my world right here. Jesus this is where I live. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're not weird at all. Um, excuse you, you will show the proper respect for Harry Potter month. <laughs> We cordially request that you be our dinner guests as you join us for another episode of Wine and Dine. Well, guys, if you couldn't tell by the music intro, it's July. <laughs> Yay, my favorite time of year. Some people say it's Christmas in July, but for me, it's only Christmas because Harry Potter is here. Not because I buy gifts, just because it's the happiest time of year. Do you buy Harry Potter gifts for people? For myself. Oh, for yourself? Yes, I'm very selfish in July. Um, like, July. At, at Christmas, I I will buy for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Everybody else in the entire world gets, you get a gift, and you get a gift. I am Oprah at Christmas, okay? <laughs> in July, it is all about me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm Ashley. I'm Megan. And this is Wine, Wine and Dine. Dine. <sighs> so, I'm just so excited to be here. I know, I know you're month. so happy, but here's my, I'm going to be the Debbie Downer for five seconds. No. I haven't read this in almost 10 plus years. So it's about time that you got your shit together is what you're saying. I didn't realize I didn't need to get my shit back together. No, you do. <laughs> okay. You do. Well, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's been 10 plus years and literally you came to me with this idea and I was like, wait, July, what, what's so special about July? And then I thought you had that murderous look in your face where like, like I'm what? about to slap you <laughs> out of sheer bookish ignorance. So for those of you that for some reason don't know, like this wonderful lady right here didn't. <laughs> Ten plus years. <laughs> it, Harry Potter, uh, July is Harry Potter month because in the books, Harry's birthday is July 31st and J.K. Rowling's birthday is also July 31st. Uh, Neville's birthday is July 30th. So, I mean, there's lots of Harry Potter birthdays, lots of stuff going on in July. So. Okay. That's why July is Harry Potter month. God bless J.K. Rowling for bringing this month <laughs> to fruition to the world we See, all needed it i feel really bad now because i was literally going i know you want to talk about harry potter all of july but i couldn't put it together like mm -hmm. i couldn't put the date together you're like maybe she just really wants to talk about it and, and that's we're fine. just picking I really july knew, no well that's the thing i'm like i knew it was gonna happen eventually she was gonna be like ashley we have to have a whole month dedicated to my first love harry potter <laughs> and i was like you know what it's bound to happen so when you pitched it to me last june or this past you know a few weeks ago in june i was just like you know what it's bound to happen i knew it was gonna happen let's just do it let's just yeah. do it like i didn't actually put <laughs> oh the date and jk religion's birthday and harry potter birthday and i just didn't do it this year their birthday's on a wednesday okay i just say that in case you were planning on like throwing a Did harry you potter also party. know that july actually is gonna have a friday the 13th gross <laughs> <laughs> Do you not, do you love Friday the 13th or no, something? No, I just like mysticism and creepy and macabre and... Well, then Friday the 13th... <laughs> Friday the 13th is right up your alley then. No, I just threw that out there because of Harry Potter and it... Never mind. You know what? Forget it. <laughs> the Forget moment's it. over. The moment's done. The moment is done. Is that what you're whining about? Is that that just ruined your moment? <laughs> no. I'm whining about the simple fact that I couldn't put a freaking date together. <laughs> 
because apparently I just I'm not that cultured anymore. It's okay. I will culture you this month. You've cultured <laughs> me for like four years now, and I'm gonna culture you once for one month. And and it's I'm going to revel in every second of it. Okay. So today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was our little uh she was very unhappy with the outside world. She's hey. going to tell everybody how much she hates it. What do you hate? What are you so upset about right now? She's like, probably the fact that mommy doesn't know what Harry Potter month is. I know. I'm disappointed in her, too. I'm very disappointed in her. Okay, but we're podcasting right now. Can we podcast? You want us to podcast some more? Okay, <laughs> go, girl. <laughs> um, if you guys haven't heard Dottie in any of our previous episodes, she is now our mascot. She's Ashley's dog. How old is she now? She's 12. 12. And she's a chihuahua? Her breed's name is called a Chia Pet. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, that's literally what her breed is called. It's called a Chia Pet. She's a chihuahua and rat terrier mix. Huh. So she has the body of a rat terrier, but... Her facial features and ears is that of a chihuahua. She's so cute. She is. But she she likes to whine for our wine and dine. I think she just does it because she wants to be on the podcast. And I let her. I'm not cutting her out. If you guys hear it and you're like, oh my god, why didn't she edit that out? I left it there on purpose because she's adorable. We pretty much, though, interpret what she's saying uh, when I finally post the Instagram that I've said that I'm going to do for the last two episodes that I still haven't done. Like, you'd think it would be really easy just to make an Instagram. Like, obviously, oh, you we've all know, done it. Yeah, I made an Instagram. <gasps> I pulled it up. And I actually, no, I've had an Instagram for a while. You've seen some of my photos. Oh, I thought you were talking about for wine and dine. No, and I was oh, like, no, no, no. I was talking about my personal one. So I pulled it up yesterday just to check to see what was going on. I haven't, I, I check it normally once a day. It deleted all of my photos. <gasps> I need to check Instagram soon then. Make sure it didn't yeah, delete all it my may, photos. It, like, it still shows me as turn the page dear and my photo is still there. But all of my my media content in it is gone. So like my years and years of posting beautiful photos of books and food and nail art is poof. That is awful. I'm very mad. Ashley sets up these beautiful things on her Instagram where she'll like put out a thing of tea and set the books up around it. And it's just so beautiful and aesthetically pleasing and just calming. And I love every time that she posts these. In I it. haven't posted one in a while. We've been busy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't even made an Instagram for this <laughs> podcast. So you can't, you can't, there's, I'm not judging you at all. Okay. Thank Hashtag you. no judge. Hashtag no judge. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I'll make one, and one of our first pictures will be of Dottie, our mascot, probably laying on a book if I can if I can scrounge that together. She'll, she'll pose for you. That's cute. Yeah. Back to Harry Potter. <laughs> Wait, there's no dogs? Well, there is a dog in Harry Potter. There's, there's two. Yeah, I was going to say, well, technically, if you're being, one of them's an animagus, but. And one's a werewolf. Well, where I wouldn't consider a werewolf a dog. I'm talking about Fang. So, oh, yeah. Fang and Sirius would be the two that I would consider, but Sirius is an animagus. He's not technically a dog. His form is a dog. True. Okay. You win. Thank you. Um, and then werewolf wouldn't be a dog because it's, it's a wolf, and wolves are... Wolf is a part of a dog breed, though. Uh, yeah? I mean, that was the original dog. But I would never, like, see a wolf in the woods and be like, good doggy, and try to, like, snuggle it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you to don't me, know that. To me, a dog is domesticated, where okay. a wolf is, like, wild. Maybe someone can set me straight. Am I wrong? Is is that not how you, dis- like, discriminate no, between it, the two? No, it's, it's, you have a wolf 
which is part of like that's like the grandfather of the dog breed that's like true. everything came from a wolf breeding with something else speaking of wolves totally off topic but we have a wolf sanctuary here in indiana that <gasps> i really want to go to we do you think that the wolves would let us read harry potter we're doing that okay seriously we just keep inching closer and closer to this eventual oh, youtube channel where then... you get tattoos and then we read to wolves <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing yeah. i do i just want a video of them sitting and me just like mr and mrs dursley of number four privet drive we're very proud to say that they were normal thank you very much and the wolves are just <laughs> like heads cocked to the side what I love that what? you literally word for word <laughs> stated the intro. Like I, I have my book in front of me. Hang on, I might have missed one. No, no, no. Mr. and Mrs. Dursley, Dursley from Number Four Privet Dive. We're proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. <laughs> Holy crud! I don't apologize for who I am. Like that's amazing. <laughs> like no, like that's amazing. I just, I can't get over it. That's how deep your love for this, these books are. She can quote the first sentence yeah. of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Which, by the way, here's my, my first complaint mm -hmm. about things that I don't like sometimes that happen in book series. Is that the British uh, title for this, I find, is much more appealing mm -hmm. than the U.S. edition. Uh, they literally dumbed it down for us. Because they didn't think that philosopher because we don't really we're not we, we take philosopher to be a literal translation of like oh this is going to be like a philosophy book and we don't want to read this so they changed it to sorcerer because they thought it would be more appealing they literally dumbed it down because yeah, we're but Americans. i like i like the, the the flow of that harry potter and, and the, the philosopher's, philosopher's stone. stone yeah i like that and then like I think with the cover art, the original cover art. Well, and they didn't have to change any of the other books. Mm -hmm. Like, after this one came out, everyone was just kind of like, no, this is amazing. I'll read whatever you put in it. Right. Call them whatever you want. Yeah. And I thought the cover art change was really bizarre. Because it was a red cover, and it had, like, a train on it, and then Harry was, like, down in the bottom left. Yeah. I have no idea why that cover looked the way it did. That had nothing to do with anything going no. on in the book. I love the new... I like the the revamped edition. Yeah, the one that came out the next year. Yeah. I like it. Harry I just like, flying. Yeah, yeah, Harry flying through a broom. Then you have the three-headed dog down there in the right-hand corner. And then you have, like, the... Little the unicorn. unicorn. Oh, I that like unicorn dies later. Them. Sorry about you, bud. <laughs> Scholastic did it right. I'm sorry. Were you trying to shush me like I was going to give something away after 20 years? Is it still too soon to talk about it, Ashley? <laughs> okay, that needs to be another thing. <laughs> That we need to note. When is it too soon to talk about spoilers? Uh, second note, I'm gonna talk about spoilers. <laughs> but that's my first, like, criticism of it, is, like, the title changing. Like, I was like, eh. I didn't really know until, like, I knew that it was a different title. And then that's I was like, That's usually you know how what? it happens, is you don't know until you know. <laughs> you know what? The more I sat there and the more I thought about it, I'm like, eh. I would probably pick it up if it said either, either title or but I probably would have picked up more if it would have said philosopher. You know, the funny thing is, is like, yes, I am slightly offended, but like, I get it. Mm. I get it. This is, I mean, literally, we, the, America. I, I get it. Okay. <laughs> I guess. <sighs> and uh, here's another thing. Dumbledore was on the back of the original one. Mm -hmm. Who the heck's on the back of this cover? 
Mm. Like, who is this supposed to be? It's like some grayish blue hand. Gray ghost, ghosty hand with a... Yeah, with a, light, with a candle. And I'm just like, is it, you know, Voldemort? Is it Dumbledore? Is it... I don't know. Somebody I don't know yet? Like... Yeah, I, I don't like, have anything for that. What the heck? Cover... I mean, front of the cover. Beautiful. Love it. Totally sold. Back of the cover. Nah. Nah. Like... Could I be better. I would have been happy if they just put Dumbledore back on there. And originally, I liked the original Dumbledore when that was back on the covers, with the, like the first edition, because it was very um, foppish. Foppish. There's your word <laughs> of the day, folks. Foppish. Uh, if we're speaking about that, I know we're going to try to keep this book-centered. Book-wise, mm-hmm. uh, I hate Michael Gambon's uh, portrayal of Dumbledore <gasps> oh in the books. Two reasons. One... Well, I guess reason number one leads into reason number two. Okay. He did not portray Dumbledore in the books. I'll give you one example. It's used all the time, okay? Mm-hmm. In Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. when Harry Harry's name is drawn, mm-hmm. he walks in and it literally says, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Says Dumbledore calmly. He was not calm. No, in the like, book. He, like, grabs him. Did you put your name in the freaking goblet of freaking fire, Harry? Bah, let me drop kick <laughs> his table and throw a teacher. Like, he's... But going into my second point, Michael Gammon openly admitted that he never read any of the Harry Potter books. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever read them. I still don't know if he's read them. I don't think he ever did. But, like, he's literally playing a character. And, I mean, it was good for what it was. If you're if you're just watching it and if you're not that into Harry Potter as deep into it as me, I don't think you'll have much of a problem with it. I don't know. I think like the outburst compared to the book, I I just Dumbledore I don't think would have had that kind of an outburst. No. And if it was that kind of an outburst, I think it would have to be much much different. It would have been a you could use that tone, but I don't think he'd ever lay hands on a student. I don't I mean, and he just kept getting progressively crazier, which I know is the direction that they were going with. They were going with the darker themes. Mm. But even as he did get deeper and deeper into hunting the Horcruxes with Harry into, you know, not telling Harry anything he needed to tell See, him ever. I liked that in book six. I feel like he finally struck on something because in book six, he doesn't tell Harry reasons of why they're doing what they're doing. No. He literally just says, you're going to have to trust me. Yeah. And that's, that's an, well, and that's a, that's a fatal flaw that Harry has. Harry does not trust adults. Uh Uh-uh. Why would he? Most of the adults in his life suck. His aunt and uncle suck. Okay? His godfather, he thought, was trying to murder him for the entire, you know, the entire Mm -hmm. year after he found out that's who it was. You know, and then his godfather got ripped away from him. And, you know, one of his teachers that he really respected was a werewolf and kept him from, they kept that from him the whole time. Snape made his life a living hell, but actually, like, cared for the boy the whole time. Like, the adults in his life mess with him. Here's the, here's the exception, though. Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. Oh my gosh, Molly. (sighs) That fight scene. While I, I like literally read that scene multiple, multiple times in the book when it happened with Molly going, you don't touch my daughter and just go. Not my daughter, you you bitch. bitch. 
God, like, there beautiful. was a moment where I was like, I was really like, I waited through that whole movie, and I she doesn't say the B word, which is fine. Yes, she uh, does. In the does movie. she? Yes. I thought they didn't say that. Oh, absolutely. I can pull it up right now. I mean, not I just I was but... like, I I envisioned it being such m- more dramatic. Yes. Than what the movie gave us. Like, they literally I don't know like why I was like, Molly's just gonna like beat the crap out of her, and I'm like. I'm very sad with what I got. Okay, now I'm looking it up because I'm second guessing myself. Oh no, she does say it. Okay. It's beautiful. I, I just like, I love that they did that. I honestly do. I just, ex- I just expected it to be I don't know more because uh-huh. the book really made it like something like oh my god Molly Dursley's a badass Molly Dursley Molly, Molly Weasley, Weasley. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, trust me the Dursleys are not badasses I don't um, know I I think I don't know that's something you and me might differ on because I in I think in Petunia's way and in Dudley's way they become almost their own kind of badass in the end yes yeah. i will give that to you vernon does not grow at all Mm-mm. um and the weird thing is is in reading the first book over again i grew to in the very beginning yeah i almost had a weird respect for vernon mm-hmm. because the whole first two chapters are telling you about how hard he works like he sits with his back away like facing the door instead of the window so that nothing can distract him so that he can work hard and get his bonuses and take care of his family right he's very family oriented when he sees all these wizards and stuff in the street he doesn't mention it to petunia because he thinks it'll upset her he even tiptoes around the subject like have you heard from your sister lately and when he sees how much it upsets her he doesn't bring it up again like he's a family man and he cares about his family you know yeah I think a lot of the things that he does towards Harry and in the books, I don't think it was very well portrayed when it came to moody movie adaptations. Because all we get is that he's a really jerk. He's a gray A jerk. Mm-hmm. And Petunia is a prick. And yeah. Dudley is a spoiled, spoiled brat. brat. And there's more to it in the books than just those aspects. Yes, that's how they treat him. Yes, that's how they interact with with Harry. But honestly, Petunia's hate for Harry, I think, is something much deeper rooted yes. than what you would get just by watching the two-hour movie oh my god you don't get any of the background you don't get the fact that she and dumbledore have been in contact for years every year they're talking and you don't know anything about the letter that he wrote her you don't know anything about why harry is really actually still in the house um you know you do get that little moment in the movie where you were like you didn't just lose a mother that day i lost a sister right you don't get any of her background and you don't get dudley telling harry that he doesn't think he's a waste of space you, you don't get that I don't arc. understand why they cut that. They even filmed it. That's the part that pisses me off. And I know I've talked about it mm. in one of the episodes of Subject Tonight. I know I've talked about this already. But for those of you that didn't listen to that podcast, that is one of my most, like, my most important things that I think should have been in the movie is that scene. And they even filmed it. Yeah. And I then th- cut it out. I just... 
there's a lot of stuff in there that that made the made the you know the world of Harry Potter much more rounded and in depth. I mean, we were talking about you said it, um, Hermione's Society for House Elves. Oh yeah, Spew. Never got put in there. Never got put in. We don't get to see Peeves. We don't get to see... Uh, Winky. Winky. Not in there at all. Which is crazy because Winky is a huge part of um, Goblet of Fire. Because Winky is actually the one that throws up the... um, Yep, the... I got nothing. I I literally told you I forgot about Winky. No, I know. My memory is just going and I can't think of it. The dark mark in the sky. The the Death Eater symbol. She's the one that throws it up. Um, And it's all to protect Barty because she's their house elf. And oh my God. It's like there's so much that goes on in that book. And you know, you don't know about Winky's issue with alcoholism. Like they have some really serious themes in this book that they don't talk about. And. I, just I don't know. Think, it breaks my heart. Yeah, like you don't you forget about Dobby in the movies until it's literally time for him to die. And that, and he's actually there throughout the books. He's oh, not. Yeah. He just doesn't like pop in and out. I mean, yeah, he's he in the second book. He he's there. That's when we meet him. And then he actually goes and works at the school in the kitchens. Yeah, yeah. up until I think up until he dies. Half plot. No, because he goes back. So why for some reason i'm like he had he went back before. no it's, it's after dumbledore dies but he's there throughout everything he's the one that figures out that harry needs to take gillyweed in the goblet of fire as well and instead they changed it to neville yeah that neville found it i'm like that that doesn't happen though <laughs> i think that they have to push neville more in in the movies i think because one he actually is somewhat predominant in the books However, it's not until the later books that we start seeing yeah. Neville come out of the shell and yep. being more of that leader that could have been. Yep. Which is so sad. Well, that's I another thing that, that so they, they really don't talk about in the movies. They don't talk about Neville's family being in St. Mungo's. They don't talk about I think how... that was like high, that was like briefly stated. But then again, yeah. it was like this is early 2000s. That's still kind of taboo. Yeah. I feel like to have that come out and just state, hey, my parents are in the loony bin. and Basically, yeah. It, because they never outwardly say they died. They keep referring to the fact that she tortured them and kept torturing them until they went mad. Like, like they, 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 they do... never say that they're dead, but in the movies, no. they kind of make it implied instead of where the books, like, you actually see him at St. Mungo's with his parents and his mom and the ring, and it's just... The, or the gum wrapper. I don't know why I said the ring, but she like no. That's because I think there's like some sort of canon out there with that. It's not. It's not canon. It's, no, it's, it's one um, of the canon AU divergence things that oh, I was telling you about okay. in the fanfic, where he is going to propose to um oh shoot Hannah Abbott, and uh, he goes into St Mungo's and he's been telling his mom all about her, and he brings Hannah to meet his parents. Mm-hmm. She meets his mom before Neville leaves. Instead of handing her handing him the candy wrapper, she hands him his wedding ring or her, her wedding, wedding ring band. to give to Hannah. And it's yeah. just one of those really sweet moments. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the pre cry. It's the pre cry. <laughs> gonna happen i'm gonna cry it's gonna happen oh my gosh but that would have probably moved me to tears there there are many things that i dislike about harry potter we've already talked about the fact that like jk really passed up that opportunity Mm. to have the the symmetry between the marauders and the new group by putting draco and hermione together 
That's a whole episode that I've already talked about. <laughs> so I don't want to get into that. Plus, it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Germani uh, should have been a thing. I'm upset about it. You know what? Honestly, when you read the books, comparing them to the movies, even in the books, I feel like there's that undertone of where I feel like she could have done it. It's there. It yeah. is there. It's one of those, what did... I, there had been backroom conversations that we're just not privy to yeah. where they're like where she's like oh I'm gonna have these two become a couple and they're going I don't think we can sell that you need to change it uh, I wish that I wish that JK would be like hey just for all you Germani fans out there I wanted to do it and they wouldn't <laughs> let me and then we would all go and picket this company I agree Scholastic's with you gonna get a picket line I I would pay so much money for a redo of the of the books Even, i would love to see that I mean, I mean there are a little tiny things that i'd like to change other than that but like harry and Ginny don't belong together yeah. i will stick with that i'm sorry i would love i would love to see him not go through his emo moody state yes <laughs> can we just kind of skip over i mean i know that's it, it's relevant it, it needs to be there somewhat for the plot but like there's a moment in Prisoner of Azkaban where Harry is literally, literally going to go kill somebody. Yeah. Just out of pure spite rage. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I don't care if the cat gets in the way. I'll kill the cat, too. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, Harry. You're like, what? <laughs> 13, 14 maybe? <laughs> maybe 15 at that point? And you're thinking about killing somebody. Like... I mean, who hasn't been there? <laughs> I mean, we all hated our parents probably at some point in that timeline. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if that... Th- I feel like at that point, we're seeing a side of a character that has a lot of anguish in his life. But he's also really sarcastic. If you haven't read the books... Harry is hilarious. Mm. Um, like in the, I guess that would be the second movie. Mm. Second, yeah, yes, nope, second, third. When Which, does he blow up Aunt Marge? The third. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, anyway, Dudley's gonna go to uh to um his little private school, and he's got his little jumper on, and he's got his smelting stick that he's gonna hit Harry with, and he's like, "Hey, Harry, uh, I need to get used to bullying people. How about we go upstairs and practice swirlies?" And Harry looks at him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't think your head's gonna be small enough to fit in the toilet." And then runs, and it takes mm-hmm. Dudley a couple minutes to figure out that he just insulted him. Mm-hmm. Like, and he he's he, very witty. Um, he does stuff like that all the time when Aunt Petunia's dyeing his new new school clothes, like Dudley's old ones, and he was like, oh, I didn't realize my school clothes had to be wet because she's dyeing them, like, in a big vat or whatever. And so he just, he pops off these little sarcastic remarks all the time, which you don't ever see in any of the movies. In the movies, mm, he's like, he's very yes, demeanor. Aunt Petunia, yes, Uncle Vernon. Like, that that wasn't even him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I've- I mean, he was demure a little bit, but he was very, he was very cheeky yes. as a kid. Like, he had stuff that he was going to say, and he was going to say it. But <laughs> as as the books, books progress, that cheekiness goes down, and the angst just skyrockets. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, whoa, you need to, like, tone it down, take a deep breath, think as Hermione about, would say, get your priorities in order. <laughs> I mean, I would. I don't feel like we got to see enough of the faults in the characters. Like, no. 
like that's when those are some of his faults Hermione as the books progress we see her having issues with having been stretched too thin she's trying to do all this stuff and still help the boys and you know still do everything and honestly the when she's sitting on the stairs crying because of what has happened at the at the dance. Yeah. I feel like that's almost a breaking point for her. Yeah. It's one of those, you ruined everything. You spoiled everything. The one time that she tried to break out of her shell and do something that was just for her, mm. it got ruined. And I feel like Hermione can be a really under... Oh, what do I want to say? Under, underappreciated character. Mm-hmm. Where everyone's like oh it's harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban harry potter and the goblet of fire and i'm like Mm -hmm. harry wouldn't have done shit without hermione there like yes ron was there ron plays chess good job ron but hermione knew every spell she knew how to get out of every trap in uh the sorcerer's stone they don't show it in the movie hermione's the one that solves the last riddle that gets him to the mirror yeah and so, I mean, she is literally the brightest witch of her time. She's so smart. She's so intelligent. And she wasn't born into that world. Right. Now, Harry was kind of raised similarly where he wasn't. <sighs> I feel like Harry comes, once he realizes that he comes from a privileged line. Yeah. He gets very smug about it almost. Yeah. Like, we don't actually see that in the book. Or in the movie adaptation, but I felt like that as I was reading the books. I'm like, wait a second, you finally figured out that you're basically on the same level as Ron. Yep. That you're this pure blood almost, and because of what your dad is. Yeah. And like, that doesn't make you better than anybody else, but because he doesn't know better almost, like he just kind of like, I feel like that was like his undercard. He's like, I am better than everybody else almost because I'm this, this, and this. I'm the chosen one and all of this stuff. I will give it that. Okay. Um, I've been, I've been saying that they don't make him sarcastic enough in the movies based on the books or whatever, but in Goblet of, uh, no. I feel like that was. Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Yes. In Order of the Phoenix, when she's like, hey, um, she wants to slip something into your drink or whatever, mm-hmm. and he, a love potion, and he was like, oh, really? She's like, stop. She only thinks that because you're the chosen one. And he responds, I am the chosen one. Like, that was his sense of humor coming out that he had all the time in the books mm-hmm. that they don't, they don't talk about it enough. Well, and, and I feel like that's, that's that angst that they were trying to draw on, I think, towards the later movies. Yeah, I mean, they did a lot better with the angst. I just, I don't know. I I don't feel like Harry, don't get me wrong, you can crucify me for this if you want to. I don't care. Um, I just feel like Harry is so praised, and he didn't really do that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, I mean, He's not very humble about it, though, either. He does get humbler about it as it goes on, like... Um, I know there's a point where he, I know in the movie where he states, like, I didn't do well. I was just in the right place at He's, the right time. Yeah, when when they're at Hogsmeade and they're having their little secret meeting or whatever, he does state that. He's like, no, I've gotten very lucky. I have a lot of friends on my side that have been there to back me up. It is a lot of luck, but it's also a lot of preparation. Like, if I hadn't convinced Professor Lupin to teach me the Patronus charm, I wouldn't know it now. You know what mm. I mean? Like... He, he says, I have a lot of luck and I had a lot of help, but he's still willing to help people. That's where I finally see, like, the change in him. Thank you. You're doing the right thing here. Yeah. You're but, trying. But, like, Hermione, 
backed him up, did all of the hard work, did mm. all of the studying for him. She's the one that had the time turner in Prisoner of Azkaban. She's the one that orchestrates almost everything they do. But it's still Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And I'm just sitting there like, mm. <laughs> Harry Potter just survived as a baby. Harry didn't do shit. His mom's love saved him. Harry didn't save himself. Okay, like, uh, I feel like they named the books because it's the main character. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I know. I just... Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I, yeah, no. I think there's a lot of underrated characters that should have had their moment in the spotlight that that didn't. And, like, the thing that a lot of people, when I talk to people, they'll be like, oh, Ron's such a, a jerk at the end. I was like, Ron has been the same as he always has been. He is driven by his emotions. Yes. Like, he's a very emotional person. And as you go through the story, you can see that Ron fights with Harry because of his emotions. He doesn't like that Harry's in the spotlight all the time. And the one time he is in the spotlight is in the fourth book yep. and harry takes that away from him and he gets pissed and you know what i would get pissed too especially because he's the baby boy of the family and mm -hmm. he wanted one thing that would finally just put him on top and put him on the same level as his brothers mm. and then the minute he gets it it's taken from him again which he's used to being the last boy in the family having right. the two older brothers that are tricksters the one that works for the ministry one that works in romania with dragons and you know the one that got scratched by fenrir grayback like it, all of his brothers are like known for something and mm. ron isn't so like i get that but at the same well, time he's known for being harry potter's friend yep that that's what he's known for and i think it's a it takes its toll on a person i mean that's that that's like with anybody that's friends with anybody that has a high popularity yep you after a certain point you get tired of being just their friend you want to be seen as yourself and i think that's the only thing that hermione ever picks up on yeah where she does try to give ron that spotlight she mm -hmm. does show ron that he is more than just Harry Potter's friend. Mm -hmm. And I feel, I feel like that's okay. And I see from where that is where love could grow. Yes. Like that I could see. I could get on that train. But at the same time, I'm with you. I would love to see Hermione also have... I would love to see that triangle. Have it be Hermione. Is she going to go to Ron? Or is she going to go to Malfoy? And have that, that triangle and just leave Harry on the sidelines. <laughs> God, I just, I have this huge smile on my face right now because Jermaine forever. Um, but part part of the thing about me loving Hermione so much and like wanting her to be in that spotlight is part of the reason that I actually really liked Cursed Child. Now, mm. unpopular opinion. I know so many people that were like, no, this was I don't understand shit. why it has to be canon. I don't. Because JK said so. <laughs> I, maybe for once she could be slightly wrong. Uh, excuse you. Even though I bitch about it, I know in my heart that she it, she knows all. But here's like. the thing. Here, here's what irks me is that the three main characters, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, two out of the three, I could see growing up to be adults like that. Yeah. Harry, I could not see 
Harry being an adult like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I feel like he would be, he'd want to be better than what his aunts put, his aunt and uncle put him through. Yep. He'd want to be better for his kids. But he, he lets, he lets work get in the way and, like, is not as attentive to his well, kids as he needs to be. And, and here's and, something else, is that he lets the spotlight still cast a shadow. Yep. And I'm like, you're an adult. By this time, you should have your priorities in check. You're not a kid any longer. You should know that your family comes first. And I think that's something that maybe his uncle didn't teach him. Yeah. I mean, okay, I... Mm. I don't think he taught it to him the right way, but I think that Vernon is someone that is very... Um, God, I don't know how else to say it. I think Vernon's a very good example of family coming first. Mm. And I don't mean good as in he's the prime example. I just mean Vernon treated Harry like shit because he was scared of the magical world. He knew that his wife didn't like it, but for some reason his wife demanded on this boy being here. He was afraid that if, you know, Harry got too out of line, he could cast a spell on him or Dudley or whoever. And he did. He treated Harry like shit, I think mostly out of fear for his family. Right. So I I don't want to say that he didn't learn it from his uncle. I I think that Harry just... I feel like if you look at Cursed Child, I feel like the only attributes that came over from the original series is that Harry put so much pressure on his children to be amazing everyone is going to be looking at you because you are my child right basically so you have to be amazing you have to be the best versions of your dad but who does that sound like draco right everyone was looking at him because his dad was this rich high up death eater everyone be on the lookout Mm -hmm. and draco always had to be the best always had to compete always had to do this always had to do that flawless all the time and draco turned out to be an asshole well, and I don't, I mean. So putting I, that kind of pressure on your kids, though, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but that's James, not James good. and Lily turn out just like you would expect them to. Yeah. Spoiled brats that get everything they want. Albus is sitting there as the middle child getting not hand-me-downs, but like he just does, it, it's not clicking, like it isn't clicking as well as it is for Lily and James. Yep. He doesn't see the point of being this ostentatious person. Mm-hmm. Why can't I just be myself? Why can't what I do be enough for you? Yeah. And it's very much, I feel like th- that aspect of it, I'm grateful for. Harry needed to have that interaction because that, I don't think that was an interaction he ever had before. Mm-mm. Even through all the books, he never had somebody go, why isn't me enough? He kind of got that with Neville, but then Neville stepped up and became a, a pretty badass person. Yes. So, like, he had that opportunity in Neville, but Neville decided to change a lot of himself. Mm-hmm. So then you have this where he's an adult and he's expecting all this grand, like almost grandeur from his children. He's going to be, you are the children of Harry Potter. You, the man who pretty much saved the wizarding world. You have to be either, either as great as me or greater than me. Yeah. And it's just like, who in their right mind that just came from all of this stuff would ever push that? I wouldn't, I don't know. And the, the weird thing is, is like, the the part of me that wanted that 19 years later story mm-hmm. and the part of me that loves Snape really wants to overlook how awful the rest of the book is because 
The whole story centers around the idea that Voldy got it on with Bellatrix Lestrange and had a kid somewhere in that time span of her breaking out of Azkaban and none of us knew about it. See, that's the... It's so unrealistic. How how old is the child? She's like in her mid-twenties. Yeah, so she should be, uh, I want to say, as Oh, shoot. She's... Because here's the thing. I she, thought the timeline was is before mm-mm. she got thrown into Azkaban. No, because she is only in her... She's supposed to be younger than Cedric was, and Cedric was Harry's age. Mm-mm. Cedric was older than Harry. No, I, I just I just meant, like, she's supposed to be younger. Like, she's not supposed to be in their 40s or whatever. See, I thought she was the way she's written, she sounds like she's in her 20s. That's what I took it as, too. Which means that it would have had to have been after Bellatrix got out of Azkaban, but before Molly killed her. And that was only, like, a one-year time span. So you're telling me we saw her all those times in the books and movies, and never once did we know she was pregnant? Did she have, like, a, a spell that kept that from showing? Like, I, I don't know. So, well, I mean, she I also, does live with her sister all that time, and we don't know what happened. There's a lot of plot holing there, I think. Mm-hmm. There's a time span where we know she's with, Bellatrix is with her sister, mm-hmm. living in the Malfoy si- Manor. M- the Malfoy Manor. For all we know, yeah, they could have. I don't know. I just, I don't buy it. That's... I wanted I wanted this book. I wanted the 19 years later. I still want a Marauder's book. There's so many things that I want. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's a lot of possibilities still out there for that. Oh, for, for sure. For that world. I mean, hell, we're still, we still have four more movies of Fantastic Beasts to go. Like, <laughs> so excited, by the way. <sighs> I think I'm Jude so Law happy. is really going to do a great job. He's a huge Harry Potter fan. I think he's going to do Dumbledore the Justice that he needed to do. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I'm really, really hoping for a very foppish, uh, eccentric. Oh, it's Jude Law. Of course I'm, we're going to get an eccentric Dumbledore. I need an eccentric Dumbledore. Well, that's what he is. Like, he's very eccentric. Like, from that's something that we, we originally started talking about and we didn't really capture it. I think the original actor... May he rest in peace. I don't remember his name. Uh, Uh, You keep talking. But I feel like he would have done a very good Dumbledore all through it. I feel like he would have had much more love and affection for that character. And he was kind of foppish. Like, the Mm -hmm. way he, like, held himself and talked. Richard Harris. Yeah. Oh, he died of Hodgkin's disease. Yeah. That's sad. I just like that's what I envision. Like when I when I read the books originally, I envisioned somebody like him though. Like very like regal and you know, had this manatarism about him and just like but still had quirks. Yes. Like and I don't feel like we got that. Like with but that's because of the actor really never took his time. He didn't really try to learn anything about the character he was portraying. I think Jude Law is gonna do it. Gonna I, I'm amazing. gonna be so excited. Just like the little t- bits that I've already seen, like when they come in, they're like, "Okay, we have to talk to you, Albus, about your student." And he'd be like, "Well, if you ever were, you know, knew, it, yeah, if you ever knew, knew, you'd, you'd know, know I, I couldn't tell, tell him to do anything." anything. <laughs> um, and just like his mannerisms, like you know, he just like like just shrugs it off. So and- my mom called something out from that. Actually, from the commercial, she's like, "I thought you couldn't." 
like poof in and out of hogwarts i said it's called apparating mom but no you can't you're not supposed to and so i i have the fan theory and i think it's pretty supported that maybe you couldn't that wasn't always a rule Mm -hmm. and maybe something is going to happen in these couple movies that's going to show you why you cannot apparate in and out of hogwarts i want to know the spell that uh, Newt Scamander and his brother cast like yes. the, the, this the like the motion and the music behind that I was like oh yes I need to know what they're casting because one it looks really cool yes and two they look really good doing it I just <laughs> I really 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 am excited that Jacob is back in this movie I am um, too. because I was really sad when they had to wipe his memory and yeah. ugh, I mean, I, obviously, they I didn't wipe it know, all like, away, though, because it's a little bakery. Well, and then that the fan theory is, is maybe it didn't get wiped. Maybe only the bad things got wiped. And yes. he still has all these really good memories of him and Winnie and him and Newt and, you know, walking through the his case and finding all these animals and just like... Obviously, he has something, because in the commercial for it, he's like, no, we're going on an adventure. And he's like, yes! <laughs> um... So I'm just, I'm really excited for that. Um, If you guys weren't aware, we are getting five films and it's going to end in the big to-do between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. If you guys don't know that story, it's all available on Pottermore. But like a really, really quick summary Mm. is that Dumbledore, his brother Alberforth, and Grindelwald were all friends. And then they quickly became frenemies, um, got into a huge fight. They were all casting curses at each other. And one of those curses killed Ariana, Dumbledore, and Alberforth's little sister. Dumbledore... Which begs the question, because they were Albus and um, his brother. Alberforth, yeah. They're only like a year apart. Yes. And then their sister... And then Ariana was like three or four years younger. So I I think at the time, though, they were like... 18 or 19 so that would have mm-hmm. put his sister what in like the 16s the yeah mid-teens? i'd probably say 15 16 okay is what she looks like in that painting still too right actually she looks older in the painting you think I mean, so yeah i think she's like almost 17 18 in the in the painting i don't know i don't know if that's the case that makes them in their oh up stir soon to be 20s which would make sense here's the thing my whole my theory and this is just my theory i haven't told anybody about this okay is the whole reason they became frenemies is because somebody liked somebody's sister uh by somebody i hope you're not meaning dumbledore or alberforth so that would have to be grindelwald yeah but i could see like her having a crush on him and like something happened where like grindelwald's like no i don't want to date you you stupid kid like yeah something but and then like the brothers take offense because she can't control magic maybe she does something to like show that which could have been the accident that we all are known exactly and the the worst part about it is that no one knows which spell killed her so like Mm. alberforth has like he's accepted it she's dead it's over dumbledore doesn't talk about her because he still legitimately thinks that his curse is the one that killed her right and of course grindelwald just doesn't care because he's grindelwald well i I wonder if he i mean we might get answers we might get answers i mean johnny deb could actually play it up as you know there's a point in the trailer where he looks like something's happened to him to make him kind of schizo yeah which of course johnny depp does an amazing schizo yes johnny <laughs> depp is schizo probably um but like i could see so maybe good. something like him because like in um half-blood prince dumbledore starts muttering like things in the cavern when he's drinking that hallucinic liquid where he's like he says he's sorry he talks about how his you know about his sister and stuff like that i'm like 
wouldn't that be an interesting thing to where have Grindelwald do something similar to where if he's a lucid or he's not really sure what's going on, maybe he mumbles something and we can actually like pull up the the wording or put subtitles on so we can figure out what the heck yes. he says and he'd be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill her or something. And you're just like, oh. we're all going to be like, oh my God, it's true. It's I so just, true. I cannot wait for the big blowout battle. I cannot um, so I'm so pumped for this. Um, there is a ton of stuff on Pottermore. If you guys aren't on Pottermore yet, I know I mentioned it last episode. I'm going to mention it probably every time we do an episode this month. Yep. Get on Pottermore. Get sorted. Enter that world. Read the extra little backstories and books and Holy stories crud, that you can do. we didn't talk about how we got sorted. Crud. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we still have time. I bet you we have about 10 minutes. Yeah, we do. We still got time. So we have we didn't tell anybody who's ho- what house we were in. Oh, uh, if you haven't guessed by my tattoo rant earlier, uh, I'm a Slytherin. I am actually a Ravenclaw. Go figure. And we're actually uh, super good friends. So it doesn't even matter because, you know. I don't know. Magic. I love that my fiance, though, <laughs> stated the fact that you and me probably shouldn't be friends because of the myth that comes with a Ravenclaw and a Slytherin. Okay, but that it's a myth. Like <laughs> Myth, myth. Do you want to explain this myth? Okay, so the myth is it's supposed to be some sort of legend between the, a snake and a raven. So the snake is going about its business and a raven swoops down and lands near or by the snake. And the raven goes, I want to pick you up. And the, ra- and the snake goes, uh, no, you don't. And the raven's like, I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> And he as ravens do as ravens do because ravens do what they think is correct and they don't care about anybody else's opinion. That's totally wrong. That's totally not how we are. And it grabs the snake and starts to fly away and the snake bites the raven. Yeah. And so the moral of the fable, I really think it's a fable. The moral of the fable is you you really should listen to people when they tell you maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should, you know, think of something else. Yeah. No, I completely understand that. I think, on the other hand, we're the best of friends because you do all the planning and I have all of the ambition and cunning to enact the plan. Okay, True. so like... I come to you with this harebrained idea, hey, we should do a podcast about books. And you're going, let's yes, do it. we but should totally do this. I got this set up. Let's go. Oh, I thought we were just going to talk. No, we're doing it now. No. So that's what happens when you put a Ravenclaw and a Slytherin together. One of them does the planning and the other one takes all the credit. (laughs) Kidding. Sometimes that's true, though. That could be. It could be. You need to watch me. Like, I own being a Slytherin. Like, I know who I am. I don't see myself as a bad person or a prideful person, but, like, Mm. I know what I want, and I set up whatever I need to do to get that. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to go steal your man, like, but that just means, like, I knew that I wanted to leave the Juvie and go to the Masonic home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sucked. I'd made really nice friends there, but I knew where I wanted my career to go. I knew what was going to make me happy, and I went for it. I don't let things like that get in the way. Like, I I would not make a good Hufflepuff. I don't mean that I'm not loyal in the sense. You're not a duff. (laughs) You know, I'm not a. When I say I'm not loyal, I don't mean that in the sense of like I go out and cheat on my husband. I just mean like I have no issues dropping you if i don't feel you're good for me yeah so like i i love you obviously you're good for me but if like (laughs) one if like one day like we grow apart and like you i I don't know maybe you then again you were the one that sobbed hysterically when i said i was possibly moving to chicago okay it wasn't hysterically it was it was more than a (laughs) pre-cry She 
honestly, she literally looks at my fiance. You can't take her because I know what I want. And you if can't I need, take her. If I need to cry, I'll cry. <laughs> you knew tears were gonna get it. No, I don't. I don't ever see myself dropping you because I know that you're like a really good person to have in my life. Oh, like, thank you. but like I, I have, I've dropped people in the past. I will. I mean, blood means nothing to me. Like, if my brother were to turn around tomorrow and slap me in the face, like, I just won't talk to him anymore. Like, I don't, I don't have that kind of loyalty. I would make a really bad Hufflepuff. See, and then that, I think, because Raven, Ravenclaws, while there is that sense of loyalty, knowledge is all. Yeah. And, like, I find myself almost, like, some days, because I have, I have an opportunity at work to move up more. Mm-hmm. And my job that comes with a raise, comes with more responsibilities. It comes with a a change in hours though so like i drive an hour to and from work i'd be working a shift where i would be 11 to 8 so i wouldn't get home until 9 Mm -hmm. and while i do have i'm gonna have more power i'm gonna have more you know obligations i'm gonna move up the chain of command i'm gonna be at my goal like that is my goal is that the job that they're offering right now i sat back and literally like stopped myself going hang on is that knowledge and power really worth it or can i just work my way around it some other way like i'm always there like going hey is this really what i need or can i just do something else or yeah i'm very much the plotter i'm very much gonna sit there and go yeah hang on a second that may not be exactly how i need to go about this or there might be a bigger plan for what i need nope i'm yeah, exactly you're the opposite. just gonna like, go if if they offered that to me and i knew it was going to move me up i would take it like i don't i don't have that like, we'll make it work. Jesse and I, when we were both working at the sheriff's department, we didn't know how we were going to make it work because we had the dogs at home. Mm-hmm. We were both working nights, which means we needed to sleep during the day and Taylor worked during the day. So there was no one to watch the dogs. And he was like, well, we really need to talk about this before we both agree to it because I would be making much more than you would be. I think he was making like three fifty more an hour there. He goes, so it would make sense for me to take the job. And I was like, oh, that's all great. You can take the job. I already took the job, though. Like, I didn't. I did <laughs> I didn't not really discuss care. this. I wanted it. And I took took it yeah um and that's that's just me as a person and i mean it doesn't always make me the nicest person but like i own who i am i I didn't get slytherin because i said i like snakes on the quiz like (laughs) i fit it very well which is which is interesting because i fit mine very well and this is back before pottermore went through the whole change and i think we got sorted yeah pre pre-update yeah you did for sure i think i made it just like by the cuss yeah no i did it for sure and then uh just uh, just for funsies or whatever um i made one for all of my animals <laughs> okay so you can get one for free on buzzfeed but i didn't think it was legit so i went on pottermore i created four separate email accounts <laughs> for my animals because wow. i got that level of crazy um popo got sorted into hufflepuff that surprised me because jacob's a slytherin so was i i thought popo would end up there but he didn't no popo is very much a duff yeah he's apparently um corin is a gryffindor i could see that good job corin um dobby is a hufflepuff really yes and sam my idiot dog (laughs) is a ravenclaw you know what? I knew there was a reason why I liked him. No, he's the dumbest dog ever. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's smart uh, on other things. Name one thing he's smart at. Sniffing his butt. <laughs> he only does it in the privacy of like the back corner of the Have you he ever does. watched him? Yeah. Like he literally if he's going to do something where it's embarrassing to him, he will go hide. Yeah, if he needs to lick himself or if he needs to toot. Now, 
if he is just sleeping, he'll let it rip. <laughs> Our living room smells so bad all the time. But this is the same dog that this morning I threw his toy. It went over his head and landed <laughs> behind him. And he kept running in the room and looking around at me like, where, where is it, mom? I saw it that was in your hand. And I know that it's not in your hand anymore, but I'm too dumb to turn around and find it. Like, Is it because he's too dumb to turn around and find it? Or he knows that what he's doing brings you joy? So he's going to act like does a Does it bring me joy? Are you it, sure? You're smiling right now. <laughs> and laughing because he's so ridiculous maybe that maybe that's just his way of knowing i'm gonna please my mom i'm gonna make her happy uh something that does make me happy about them really quick is that jesse and i are finally working towards getting them out of their crates at night mm. so for the past three nights they have slept upstairs with us we put the baby gate at the top of the steps instead of at the bottom mm. and that way they can just stay upstairs all night mm. sam has not pooped once in fact he comes to get us sits at the end of the bed and whines um to let us know he needs to go out and he lasts most of the night i think we got up at six yesterday and this morning we got up at six forty-five. to go. you know so he he's doing a really good job dobby just sleeps in the bed with us like he has no issues with it his issue right now is that he does not want to share the bed with Corin because Corin also sleeps in bed mm. with us. So when Corin gets up in the bed, he'll like growl. So I have to look, Dobby, this is his bed too. Like, <laughs> I, feel I feel like, like that's a very Hufflepuff thing. Yeah, he's like, no, I want to protect my mommy. And Corin's like, I, I don't care. You don't scare me. He comes up and lays here anyway. <laughs> and like the Gryffindor he is. Yep. Um, You're cute, Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see that happening. I really could. But yeah, so if you want to, there literally is a BuzzFeed thing. I don't remember it right now, but you can look it up and be like, what hmm. what house is your pet in? And it gives you very similar questions to the Harry Potter quiz, but it's like, would your pet go right or left? Would your pet mm. choose light or dark? You know, stuff like that. So oh it's it's good. And all of the things that I got on BuzzFeed matched Pottermore. So there's no reason for you guys to go online, make four separate email accounts, and do it on Pottermore. Oh God. <laughs> I think that's all we have for today. There's all the time we have for today. But uh, come back, guys, on our next episode. We're going to talk about way more things. We're going to talk about fan theories. We're going to talk about fan fiction. And we're going to talk about some of the things that we love and what's left to come in the Harry Potter universe that we're super stoked for. Well, I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan. And this is Wine and Dine. The ladies of Wine and Dine would like to thank you for listening to tonight's episode. If you have a wine you would like to suggest or maybe something you would like the ladies to read, please email us at wineanddinepod at gmail.com. And I totally screwed up the ending anyways, so it's, I'm sorry. I It's all right. You know what? I forgive you. We just went on like an hour-long rant about Harry Potter, and you warned me from the beginning <laughs> that it was going to be mostly me. Yeah. And it's all right. I take that responsibility this month. I'm here for you. Oh, wow. Slytherin's here for me. <laughs>